This is Jose Miguel, and I welcome you to my morning walk. I take morning walks every morning, and life and business and um, I was walking this morning and I figured I'd pick it up and uh, let's do a podcast right sometimes I don't get that many opportunities to really educate people and um, it's something that's very much true to my heart to educate as much as I can and give the opportunity for people to get to know me today I wanted to um, talk about Selling a house, and um, I think that the reason I want to touch on this topic is because I don't talk about it too much. I really, as most of you guys have known me uh, over the years, a lot of people know me for representing buyers, uh, first-time home buyers. my area of expertise and it's people who I tend to gravitate towards and they gravitate towards me. However, not too long ago, I had a, and this is not the first time it's happened, but go off the record for a second, I need to apologize for any car traffic. Uh, rolling by because I am on a busy, what's becoming a busier street in Westwood Chapel. Uh, so, Back to uh, back to the podcast here. Um, um, I've had uh, a past client just recently call me up, uh, a gentleman that serves uh, in the Coast Guard, and um, he called me up um, two weeks ago, and he wasn't too sure. He called me up and uh, he told me his intentions about uh, the Coast Guard relocating him potentially, uh, but he feels like it is going to happen, and he wants to prepare himself uh, for what may come and decide if selling or renting was a better idea, and what struck me as a bit of a surprise is that when I met with him, he said, yeah, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't too sure really just help more on the buyer side or, or the sellers, but, you know, I really, really, I really wanted to pick up the phone and call you because, you know, you're the one who sold me this house three years back, and, um, and you know, there was a, a level of trust there, um, and so, you know, what struck me was that, you know, I don't talk about selling houses and educating people about listening, you know, those, those, those topics, those are topics, right? And, um, and I realized maybe the, my awareness level of what I put out there for folks uh, that are listening to this podcast and watching stuff on Facebook, you know, all the stuff that we can think about. I don't think I talk about it too often enough to know that we do help sellers. Uh, we really, I think that we really don't um, strive to market so much for sellers. I think we really rely on past relationships.
relationships with people who know us to know that we can help them sell the house. Uh, but let's talk about it. Let's talk about you know selling a house. And I want to talk about some of the topics that come across with different families and some of the conversations that I have and some of the things that I think are important to, to mention. Uh, for anybody that's listening to this podcast, some of those things that you should be thinking about um, and considering as you're kind of trying to bring a little bit of clarity uh, to your plan. And um, I believe that this podcast is going to be more for your first time home seller, right? Someone who's never sold a house before. And, um, and it could be for somebody that's probably sold many houses before and they'll probably catch up to some of these topics, but nevertheless, you know, I do want to put it out there that this is probably be more for the first time home seller. Uh, as that's typically the audience that I deal with uh, when it comes to selling. Um, many times uh, I have sellers uh, who will pick up the phone and, uh, and talk about the fact that they want to sell a house. And uh, they're trying to get a really good understanding of what that entails of. Right? What's the process like? And um, many folks, you know, fall in different circumstances as to the mindset and the approach that they take uh, because number one, the place is a little different, and then number two, um, everyone has a different why, a why factor in all this. Not everybody is selling for the same reasons, right? And sure enough, that's usually the number one the number one conversation starter that I start with is trying to understand people's motivation to have to want to sell to begin with, right? Uh, because there could be so many reasons. It could be uh, somebody who wants to sell. I had somebody that spoke to that wants to sell because they want to have a bigger house in the future, planning to have kids. And, uh, they're not sure maybe the decision now would be the smarter thing to do. Um, I have somebody that just relocated to a whole different city across the state. Um, this person bought their house uh, with their daughter, let's say about three, three and a half years ago. Um, then we had a gentleman with the Coast Guard who has to relocate. And um, and then probably the most recent and last family that I have is uh, a family that's held on to a house uh, over in Tampa for 30 plus years. Um, very, you know, smaller house, older, but sure enough, that location is like on fire. <laughs> and uh, it's appreciated significantly, right? So they're just going to want to unload this property because they held it as an investment property for a while. So, different why factors, right? That's my number one conversation starter. Quite honestly, I really don't start with a formal presentation, a PowerPoint. Many of those things that you may or may not have experienced before, um, I I just really try to hone in on the main bullet points to help people and keep it as authentic as possible uh, so that I can really kind of listen in and give that person the advice of whether they need to sell Rent or do something private, anything or stay, right? So, 
understanding the why factor is super duper important, right? And getting the right advice and making the right the right decision is super important. A second thing that you know we think about as human beings, and this is for myself included, is I think about if I sell this house, how will my life get interrupted? Right? How will my life get interrupted and create a level of stress? Uh, and how long does the process take before I get back to uh, peace of mind? Uh, uh, back to uh, So, you know, that's the second thing you want to think about. You know, some of us have kids, uh, they're in school, and we're trying to choose the right time to, you know, sell and buy or just sell and move. And um, we also need to think about, you know, what's this process like? And aside from the big move and the idea of preparing my house for selling, what other areas of my life will this process interrupt? You know, another thing to think about is, um, sometimes you, if you live in your house, you're going to have to prep it up or if somebody wants to look at your house, make sure it's presentable, right? Um, so that way it's marketable and somebody with the desires to want to purchase your home. And so when you prep up this house, when you're prepping it up and, um, and then you have to vacate the house to allow another party to see it. And so as easy as it can sound, Sometimes the timing of preparing your house comes at the wrong time, right? Uh, could be that you had a long day at work. Could be, uh, I don't know, the kids had a tournament games or something. It could be that you were just cooking and you get this request. And so sometimes the request can come in on unusual times. And yes, there could be uh, preparations uh, where we can notify, you know, other real estate agents and uh, the public uh, that we do require, you know, 24-hour notice. But nevertheless, it's a little bit of work, and we do have to think about what interruptions can occur during this process when you're looking to make the move. The third thing is the money aspect of things, right? Uh, and money aspect in so many ways. Uh, you can think about how much money you're going to receive when you sell the house, right? Which this is something that's done at the pre-consultation. The uh, what? What of that money? What are you going to use it for, right? What are you going to use it for? Is it to pay down debt? Is it to pay down debt and maybe use this another for the down payment for the next house? Okay. And if it is for a down payment for the next house, how much of that money that you're going to pay are you going to need to make the payments of the next house feasible? Okay? What type of loan are you going to receive? What's beneficial for you? What's your credit score like for the next purchase? Is it in a good position so that you take advantage of the best rates possible? I most recently had someone call me to see that they wanted a bigger house, but 
necessity to have a visual understanding of what that kind of house looks like today. What area would it be in? What would they be paying for it after it's all one more if it's all said and done? Start the process of moving and selling, right? So if you bought a house, as an example, if you bought a house. Five years passes by and you know, we do a consultation and I tell you that the house is worth two fifty, right? Two hundred and fifty thousand below the awesome appreciation that's occurred. And so now you're in it for you have equity of seventy five thousand dollars, right? Equity being cash you have available to you that can't be touched unless you sell your home. Or maybe take out like a home equity line of credit against your home. Okay. So this is money that you pretty much saved up and built up. Almost like a house savings account. A savings account of money that you cannot touch. And so you have these $75,000 of equity. And you decide that you want to use those $75,000 and put it all into the next house. Okay. And this next house that you purchase, you're wanting a bigger house because you know things have changed in your family um, or in your life. You're no longer a single person. Maybe you have a significant other or a spouse, and uh, you maybe have a child. Planning the second one. And so, for the reason that you're even to look, you're looking to make these moves to get a bigger house. So now you have to have an understanding of like. What does that big house look like? What's the age of the house? How many bedrooms? How much will those payments look like on that bigger house? Being that you're putting $75,000 down. Okay? And so, the financing part of it is important to have somewhat of an understanding of and understanding the market they wait is five years later after you purchase the home. It's important to learn that because that may be a reason of why you decide to move or not. I've had an experience before where I've had a past client uh, buy a house, the first house, and a uh, smaller house two kids and they have a very very affordable payment on it and they called me up three to four years later they have some appreciation in their house and you know they want to get a little bit more eligible room in they were just kind of curious to know what's the market look like for a specific house and I gave them a general idea of prices Them, they were really hoping to stay in the same payment that they have on the first one. And that wasn't the circumstance based on what they wanted and what they were trying to 
So they made a decision not to to sit tight. So as you can see, the financing part of it is a super important part of it, right? So understanding your why, understanding that there are going to be interruptions in your life and you need to know what those interruptions look like. And then number three, having the understanding of the market and the financing part of it so that you know ahead of time what the event There are so many options in this process and some of it does depend on your own specific resources um, that will allow you to purchase the next house while the last one is still under contract. There's options where it may be more important to you to have a cash buyer buy your house so that you have the assurance that you're not having to wait for the financing of a potential buyer. You're having more assurance that these will close and life will not be as interrupted. And in exchange, for that peace of mind, is that you have an understanding that you're not going to walk away with the sale of your house with as much money as possible. You're not going to maximize that net. But in return, you're giving away money for the purpose of having more assurance and peace of mind. Okay? So let's say in that example, uh, this is just an example. Someone buys, someone's house is worth 250 grand, they bought it for 175. There's equity of 75 grand. Someone might give up, let's say, $30,000 on that 75 grand, meaning they'll walk away with about 40 to 45,000 just so that they can allow a cash buyer, an investor, to come in and purchase the home and give them the responsibility of marketing the house, putting it out there, having a buyer with finance. Okay. So there's very many options when it comes to selling a house. And there's a lot of a lot of work that goes into it behind the scenes. There's a lot of thinking that has to take place and a lot of conversations that have to happen to get a clear understanding if it's the right time for you to sell or not. And then there's other circumstances that, you know, are unforeseen. Separations, divorces, relocations. And though there's still conversations that need to be had, um, those type of situations typically don't allow you the time to plan. And you really just kind of need to get as much of a thoroughness of a plan as you can before you actually start the process. And this is the very reason, you know, these are some of the topics that I'm touching on. And, you know, as I am doing this podcast, really no plan of attack here. No topics. I didn't write anything down. I'm just pretty much talking about it um, straight off my my head. Um, But these are some of the main points of things that you you need to be thinking about and talking about. And so, as you can see, a lot of times when we're talking to sell. There's some people that call us because they're going to sell it and 
to sell their house in a year, year and a half. Some people want to sell it in two weeks. And it's the same advice that we give a seller in the same way that we would give a buyer. Is take the time to learn the process. Take the time to talk to a realtor to have them explain to you not what the process is like, but the way they guide you in process conversations that I need to have. Because not all real estate agents follow the same checklist and how to, how to have a healthy and articulate conversation about the process of selling a house. Why it's important that you feel very well guided and sitting down with somebody to listen to what your concerns are and talk about the process itself the best plan of preparation to make this as a successful process to sell a house or buy the next one or sell a house and relocate for you and for your family while creating the most the least interruptions as possible okay so plan ahead prepare to have conversations and prepare to ask any potential realtor to see if they can sit down with you give them Communicate with them in advance that you're not looking to purchase right away. Let them know your timeline. Some realtors may be turned off by the fact that you're going to sell a year from now or two years from now. And some people will not. And much of it depends on their business plan and the way they approach everyday life in their work. And there's no wrong or no right. It's just that's their approach. And that's why it's super important to communicate that upfront. What your why is and what your timeline is like and what your intentions are from the get-go. Hey guys, I hope you appreciated this podcast. It was something that I was meaning to talk about on first time selling a house and some of those things that you need to be thinking about. And I appreciate you guys taking this morning walk with me. And uh, if there's anything you guys need to talk about, definitely let me know so I can touch on it on future episodes. Of course, you know, the likes, the comments, and the sharing is always appreciated as I can get all the help that I can as I continue to create some sense of awareness to different topics. And these morning walks are like the perfect time for me to talk to people and just talk about different topics that... Uh, that people want to touch on, right? Things that people are thinking about. I appreciate it again. You guys have a great day. And um, I'll see you on the next episode.